0: Welcome to the There It Is podcast, a comedy podcast to help you find your inspiration. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Let's do this. Very unique episode today as we are going to be talking about the WGA strike that is going on right now across America. And not everyone understands what exactly is going on. You know what a strike is, of course, but why is this strike happening That's part of what I'm going to talk about. That's actually what I'm going to start with. Why did this strike happen? Well, it was looming for quite some time. The Writers Guild of America had some hopes, some desires, some changes that they wanted to see made because there's a pay discrepancy issue, there is a job security issue, and There are also some things going forward because of new technology, AI specifically. They wanted some job security that involved the industry not using AI. And they had a lot of stipulations, not an unreasonable amount. And what they're asking for is not really strange. They want a little more money. They want a certain amount of people to definitely get hired and certain minimums to be met, certain weekly pays to be met. And when it came to AI, to not use it to write scripts or to rewrite scripts. And the AMPTP, which is the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, balked at that. They rejected that. They didn't offer a real counter to that other than, well, we'll meet, we're willing to meet yearly to talk about advancements in technology. That is not a counter offer. There were many things that was asked by the WGA that the AMPTP just flat out rejected and didn't even offer a counter. It's like they refused to make a counter. And that's troubling. Some of you may remember back in 2007, 2008, there was a writer's strike. And back when that happened, because I remember, a lot of it had to do with streaming. And Streaming was pretty new at that time, so deals weren't in place to address fees from streaming services and residuals and things like that. And one of the things that the industry trying to negotiate with the WGA said was, well, we just don't know the business model. We don't know what it's going to be, so we can't really offer any money. There's not really any money. Well, we have seen since then that they knew exactly where this industry was going, and they knew exactly that they were going to be charging what they were going to be charging and what they could potentially make charging for fees, you know, for for signing up for their streaming services. So the notion that they just didn't know, they couldn't possibly know how much they could offer is not really true. And they've clearly made a killing on that. But they try to pretend like, well, we don't even know if that's the direction we're going. It was bogus. So I don't really see the AMPTP as being particularly honest. I don't think they are acting in good faith when it comes to this current situation that the WGA is in. Because now they're acting like, well, we don't have the money for that. And we can't afford that. We can't do that. Well, there were record profits last year. There were CEOs of these companies that made million, $50 million, $80 million. Uh, Zasloff, who is heading up Warner Brothers, made almost $250 million in salary last year. That's one guy. And also it should be pointed out that what the WGA is asking for an increase is the same amount of money that Super Mario Brothers made in one weekend recently, worldwide. This one weekend, that movie made the amount that the WGA is asking for to spread out, you know. It's just absurd that, like, this one project could foot foot the bill that the WGA is asking for. And the producers are saying, oh, no, this is ridiculous. Like, you have enough projects. You're making enough money. And it's really absurd that there are writers who they have jobs and they are struggling to make ends meet. There have been a lot of articles that have come out that are about, well, what's going to happen to your favorite shows as if that's the most important thing or the thing here. And we've well, already seen what's happened because late night shows are not doing any new episodes right now. Like they pretty immediately stop doing new episodes, and it's because their writers work on a weekly basis. And in cases of stuff like The Daily Show or The Tonight Show, they work on a daily basis putting together uh, new content for the day, whereas Saturday Night Live, they work for the week to put up new content at the end of the week. And so for those shows, they work on it and they immediately put it out. So there's just not time at this point to, like, go back to old scripts, and they can't do it. Um, Now, network shows are are working based on old scripts, and then they're going to be out of stuff. And that'll be the next thing that you see just sort of end. And then daytime soaps. Now, those will film a month in advance, and they do a lot a day. And so there'll be a long time period here of uh, daytime soaps airing new episodes, but then that'll go, and then people aren't really sure with streamers. Uh, Netflix, for instance, has a lot of content in the can, and they can ride this out for a long time, and this is the problem for writers. As I mentioned, these studios, they had record profits. They're going to have huge numbers still, and the people who are making these decisions are multi multi multi-millionaires they're they're fine they don't have to worry about paying rent paying the light bill paying for their internet they don't have to worry about any of that these writers are broke in a lot of cases so the situation for them is much more dire and yet they are striking because the long-term situation is even worse It's very important that they get the things that they need. Again, we're talking job security. We're talking a living wage. And they don't have that right now. And who knows how this is going to play out, but they'll get something. And then years from now, they'll need to get more and strike again, probably, because that's just how the industry works. And it's just not fair. And a reason that I strongly think that it's not fair to writers, it's also not fair to crews, right? Because they're not working right now. But writers, if they say, well, we're on strike or we're not coming into work, things shut down. But if David Zaslav were to say, I'm not coming in for the rest of the week, the other people working there will keep things going. It's not going to shut the industry down if these CEOs stop working or something like that, like other people would just step up and make decisions and keep things going. So that's how important writers are without them. You're not going to have a product and without the crews, you're not going to have anyone there to film the product. So it's just ridiculous that they are not getting that. These writers aren't getting what they deserve and that they're being met with such ridiculous opposition and a bad sign of what's coming is that studios are suspending some first look and overall deals due to this writer's strike. So things that they were going to be working on or, or try to negotiate with people and they're not doing now they've, they've suspended things and there are people were working a long time who were now like, well, not now I don't even have that. Um, because of how the studios are responding. They're playing hardball right now. And it's super unethical and immoral. And I wonder if it's going to make things bottom out. For some reason, the entertainment industry thinks, and a lot of industries work this way, they think about short-term goals, but they don't think about long-term problems that their present tactics are going to create. Look at what happened to the car industry in America in the 70s, like trying to cut corners, spend as little as you can, just pump stuff out and not care about quality or anything like that. It killed the industry. And if they in the in the entertainment industry are just thinking, well, let's get let's just get some A.I. to make some stuff and we don't need riders, well, you're going to have like a bad product. And what's going to end up happening is that's going to end up bottoming out the industry, I think. I don't want to be doom and gloom. I don't think it's going to end up coming to that. But if they force this AI thing, I don't think that's going to be good for anybody. People aren't going to be working. And I do think the government needs to step in because once, once you start losing large swaths of jobs just because computers are doing everything, what's going to happen next? How many people are going to be in the workforce and paying taxes? That'll be a problem for the government. That'll be a problem for politicians. I think they should probably step in at some point and say, this AI thing can't get out of control. Uh, Is that such a ridiculous request? I don't know. They are trying to create policies to deal with wokeism, which isn't a real thing to worry about. So I, I feel like, yeah, maybe AI taking jobs is a bigger deal and a real problem. So, yeah, I think they need to address that. But there's also something that we need to think about, because with everything, people are still part of this, whether they are a part of the problem or a part of the solution. It's kind of up to us. Like, should we even be watching any of these things? Should we be watching HBO stuff and Amazon and Warner Brothers and Disney stuff? Should we, should we be watching that right now while they strike? Because we're still just feeding the machine if we continue to watch this stuff. And the more we feed the machine while there is a strike going on, the more we, with our voice, don't stand up for what's right here and they can just keep going business as usual. So maybe the right thing is for us to not look at anything, not watch anything and let that send a message. I don't know, kind of thinking out loud here, but we do have something we can do. And there are actually a couple of big things that you can do. One thing is you can flat out support them with, with donations. You can support the WGA with donations. Now, I have a link in the bio for the Entertainment Community Fund, formerly known as the Actors Fund, and you can donate to that so that people in need who are in the entertainment industry can receive the support that they need. So that's one really great way to really tangibly help. Another thing you can do is pick it. You can walk the line with people. You don't have to be a, a writer. You don't have to be an actor to do this. You can be someone who just wants them to be treated well. And if you are in the Los Angeles Burbank area or in New York City, there are plenty of places that you can pick it. And I have a link in the bio that has picket schedules and locations outlined very clearly and they have days and hours that you can go in and picket and you can RSVP to picket and it's very organized and I strongly suggest that you do that. There are plenty of places in the Los Angeles Burbank area, but there are quite a few in the New York City area and they need you. They need you to speak up. They need you to Say what's right here and anything you can do to support them will be helpful. I think another thing, and this is really probably not a popular opinion, but something that I learned kind of randomly last year was that a big way that people can kind of get these companies to do right and to change is to invest hear me out the point that i heard that was being made was that when there are a bunch of investors who were saying hey we want these sort of circumstances for people we want you to be net zero we we demand this that can actually make a really big difference in a way that i don't think people really thought of before and i just think if if you're in a position where you can you know a lot of you are struggling artists. I get it. You don't have the money to like buy a bunch of socks. But if a bunch of people who are in our position put money in and then start demanding, we're shareholders, right? If, if that's the case, then that's kind of their bottom line. We want to make sure that the shareholders feel like that. Well, if a bunch of us are the shareholders, then they're going to have to think about what we feel too. That is a long term thing that we do need to start addressing. And I just don't hear a lot of people say, I don't hear anybody say that in the national discussion about this or anything like it. And it does affect everything we're dealing with. If we put our money where, where our mouths are when it comes to being shareholders and, and investors with companies, it can really make a big difference when it comes to the environment. And also with this issue, something to throw out there, something to think about. As mentioned, I have a link for Entertainment Community Fund. That's entertainmentcommunity.org where you can support. And there is also going to be a WGA On Strike picket schedules and locations link in the bio be sure to follow us on twitter facebook and instagram at there it is pod and follow me on twitter at jason far jokes and instagram at jason far picks go to there for newsletter and support info links in bio until next time wga strong